This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the October 19th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to talk some drafts, a lot of fantasy drafts. We've got some slow drafts going. A lot of stuff, auctions, all sorts of good stuff. With me to kind of just do a little bit of everything is Jonas Nader. What's up, man? What's up, Mike? I'm almost on the clock, so I'm getting ready for this. Yeah, we're doing a slow 14-team draft with the In This League guys. I hope you guys follow them. Is it the Welsh and Bogman Sports for their Twitter handles? They do some cool stuff. I'm, uh, we're on their pods every once in a while. A lot of fun. They're uh, the pro. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they're like uh, Chris is quite the producer. Uh, with his with his drops and stuff, it's pretty cool. So definitely check those guys out. But yeah, we're, so we're basically going to talk about this fourteen team draft and things that we liked, didn't like, picks we made, other things we've noticed. Um, yeah, so we'll just go through it here. Uh, the first the, the first four picks are pretty much the way we, we've talked about the whole time. Uh, with Curry going one, Harden going two, Westbrook going three, and then Durant four uh, in that order. So what what were your thoughts on that four for some? Um, I think that's locked in, and I think you should actually go five is probably locked in because Towns is a yeah. no-brainer there. You, yeah. you could argue Towns or Leonard, but yeah, the top five is pretty secure right now. Top yeah. five, six. I moved Towns ahead of Leonard myself. I had Leonard ahead of him um, probably like a week and a half ago, but Towns looks so good, man. Yeah, this is a head-to-head league too, so that's why he's a little bit ahead of Leonard. Yep, yep. Yeah, Kawhi is, is Mr. Roto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then I thought probably the worst pick of the draft was or the of the round was LeBron going six. Uh, not to make not to bash, but I, I can't take LeBron over Kawhi or Giannis or even CP or even Anthony Davis or Paul George or Millsap. I don't know. Like I love LeBron, but there's just he's not he's not as fantasy friendly as you think. I disagree, just because Wall went. I think Ru- Wall is okay. excusable in the first round. Yeah, that's a bad one too. But, yeah, that's. I mean, but I, I don't like LeBron at six at all, but John Wall at nine is almost bad. That's like yeah, really bad for me. Yeah, it's a good call. It's uh, yeah, I, I can't take Wall and even I. I won't even take him in the third round, man. The guy I took in the third round, I'm pretty much on the same level with with Wall. Anything else that you yeah. noticed? Uh, I took. By the way, I took Paul Millsap at thirteen, and you were lucky enough to get CP three at ten, which is just yeah. bonkers to me. I couldn't believe he fell to you there. Um, what were your, what were your thoughts on the round as a whole? I think Chris Paul is probably the seventh best player in standard league, so I was I was still to get him at ten, and I thought Millsap he's he's top ten, so getting him at thirteen for you is awesome. So yeah, kind of love it out for you. Thirteenth pick is never fun, but getting Millsap is, makes up for it. Yeah, a couple guys like you said, the Wall pick. You I, I don't know why people are taking Wall earlier. I've seen a lot of people having Wall as a top ten guy, but man, two D surgeries I can't I can't do that, man. Especially a guy who had a bad post break run last year. And apparently you can't hit free throws anymore either. The preseason has been pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, so second round, I had the second pick. And I am not high on DeMarcus Cousins, but I took him at 16. I was pretty pleased. I was surprised to see him fall where he did. Uh, again, that was because some other guys kind of jumped up a little bit. But I, I did kind of want Damian Lillard to go point guard. 
But mm-hmm. uh, and then you were able to snag uh, snap up Jimmy Butler at nineteen. Um, what why, were you excited for Butler and then other picks that you liked didn't like in this round? Um, Butler's just a good fit next to Chris Paul. Like my field goal percentage is going to be decent. Uh, free throw percentage is going to be awesome. I, I might have to punt turnovers, which is fine. But I'm looking at your team too, and that looks like the strategy for you. Like with Russell and Cousins, we'll talk about him later, but. I think we both got really good, well-rounded teams so far, and I like where we're going. Yep, for sure. Uh, other picks that were kind of, I guess, surprising were, uh, let's see here. I thought Porzingis was a shade early at 18, yeah. but you can't really hate on that. Um, I did not get, well, I guess DeAndre Jordan with LeBron's a good punting strategy, and he did kind of solidify it. We'll talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. Gobert at 25 was interesting, but I, I, I can't not Gobert. He's been super in the preseason. And then, yeah, this, this round was pretty much as advertised. Jokic went 22, who I'm a little bit down on just because of uh, Nurkic going crazy. Uh, we yeah. had we had him at about 20, but now I think he's more like 25, 26, 27. And people aren't giving him room to grow either. Like, we're, we're drafting him at his ceiling for this year, which is kind of a shame because yeah. he was top 16, 21 minutes last year, but I think he's more of like a top 30 guy. This year, so drafting him that early is just a little bit worrying. Yep. With Rich. Yeah, and he, he his defense hasn't impressed me, so I don't know if Malone's going to completely go crazy and play him like thirty four minutes a game. Well, they're Nurk- not going to smaller fours, which isn't ideal. So that's that's one thing to notice. Yeah, for sure. So third round kicked off with Kevin Love at twenty nine. Thought that was a little early. Um, Ibaka Ibaka's such a wild card, man. Like he goes either super late or super early. He went thirty. That's about right for me. Um, mm-hmm. Other picks that caught my eye: uh, Drummond went to the team with Wall and Blake Griffin. That, that team I don't I don't like at all. No. Uh, and then DeRose. This team took DeRozan, Dwight Howard, like pretty much guys I have as my do not draft list. Yeah. Um, that was no. Uh, I love Dan Stratford, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't quite get get the logic on that one. Um, yeah. Other CJ went thirty three. Um, what else? And I thought Conley was a good bargain at 39. And then I also took um, D'Angelo Russell, which you were not happy about, at 41. And then you were able to pick up LaMarcus uh, all the way at 38, man. That was a steal. Yeah, I love that. Especially, I mean, can you imagine if LaMarcus gets traded? I don't think like, it matters, man. But yeah, not having the Spurs factor is nice. Exactly. If, if he's traded, he's top 20. If not, he's top 25. So I, I can't hate it out. Pick thirty-eight. So what do you make that. of those trade rumors? By the way, we should talk about that. What do you mean? I, I don't get it. I really I I, I don't get it at all. It just feels like desperation content because the Spurs have been kind of quiet in the preseason. Like at first, I actually shrugged it off, looking at the source, like a CSN um, Boston guy. But then all of a sudden, the San Antonio Express news yeah. confirmed that there was rumors. But then they said the Spurs weren't talking yet. So I don't know. But they, I, he's got two years left on his deal. One year, one of the, one of those years is a player option. So I don't really get why they're trying to trade him. Like he looked great after the All Star break, man. Yeah, the thing is, it's the quote unquote for the right price. Okay, anyone's tradable, tradable for the right price. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't make anything of it, and I wouldn't adjust anything because right. of that. Although with, sticking with the trade topics, I think that the Dragic Rudy Gay thing has a little bit more steam than that does. So I think that that yeah. that I'm because of that trade rumor, I I'd bump Collison down and probably about two two rounds. Like I, if he gets bumped to backup role with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won't. He won't be playing shooting guard. I don't think as much in in the Jaeger system. So uh, yeah, that's probably the big takeaway. In the worst way, man. They're trying to get rid of Dragic's money, basically. Yeah, exactly. 
so that they'd have a little bit of free money next year. Do you? So, what are your what's your analysis on that? Like Rudy Rudy Gay in Miami would actually be pretty good. That'd probably be the best landing spot for him. Yeah, Rudy Gay's not happy. He was, I don't know if you saw him last night, but he was terrible. Six yeah. turnovers and didn't look right. I think a trade. I was on on the. I think a trade to Miami is basically the only place that he can have more value. Like yeah. if there's one or two teams that he might have more value, I think Miami's one of them. Yeah, like I was saying, that's a great spot for him, and we bumped him down pretty hard because of we were worried him getting traded to uh, Indiana was one of the big teams. But going to Miami yeah. would be really nice, uh, he, especially he'd in, start at the four at Miami. Yep. next to Winslow would be pretty pretty yep. dynamic. He get like the ball that. a lot. Uh, if I mean, they're not going to have a strong. It'll be Tyler Johnson probably running the point, who's also a big winner, by the way. Uh, and yeah. Tyler Johnson, I don't know about you, but Tyler Johnson's really kind of. They got a nice spike in my rankings, man. I'm I'm uh, excited to draft him later in the you know like last round. Pick him up, see where he goes. Kind of like Brandon Knight, kind of a thing. He definitely surprised me. I think it helps Josh Richardson a lot too. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's when he some comes back good stash. Yeah, a lot of good uh, late round like the Nets, the Heat, uh, the Grizzlies. A, a lot of guys that kind of fall, but new, newer systems and newer players like not having weight and a 30 usage rate out just opens up so many guys for potential. Which is that's that's what you do in the late rounds. Yep. All right. So back on track here. Um, yeah, like I we said, De- yeah, D'Angelo Russell. I, I I was really happy to get him there, and I kind of needed him when I went big, big, and yeah, he was the best guard available by a mile. It was it. The the big question is Conley or Russell. Where where do you sit on that front? I, I like Russell more. I think Conley injuries. You can get Conley pretty late, so I, I kind of like him there. But Russell, he fit your team really well with Cousins. The turnovers are concerned, but you got you're strong in eight categories in the field goal percentage. So I think you're fine. I like the pick. I love the pick, obviously. Yeah, I don't care about uh, turnovers in in eight to eight man whatsoever. And the I'm mad pick happened right after I took Russell. I was going to either Russell or Turner, but I needed a guard really bad, so I took Russell. And then Miles Turner went right after, yeah. uh, and that that really made me a little upset. But on the way back, I was happy to pick up Jonas Valanciunas, and then you picked up Pal Gasol. Double Spurs, man, risky business. My, I, I always do this. I like to take uh, guys that have a ton of value early and then try to trade them later on. So nice. They're definitely trade candidates for me, but. For that price, I love Gasol at forty-seven. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought, I mean, it's he's obviously probably top three or four, but I thought he was it was either him or Favors who's fallen. Uh, but yeah, he was probably the the best big man with the the least amount of risk. So that was definitely solid. I mean, um, for me, like he was a top he was a top um, twenty player last year in thirty-one minutes. So I think that's probably his yep. workload in San Antonio. So. I'm happy with him in 47. Yep. Just give me third round value, and I'm very happy. And picks that you did or didn't, I I can't I can't take Rajon Rondo at 51. And yeah. Steve, Doctor A, he took Aaron Gordon early, man, at 52. I, I love Gordon a lot, but 52. Same ooh. here, but that's I think it's too early. Yeah, I I I, I like I said I I thought I loved Gordon more than Steve did, but I wouldn't even take him. Like my next pick was Bradley Beal at 69 and. I I would take Beal over Gordon, and then you honestly, took, I'd probably take Gordon in the seventh round this year. Yeah, and you took Avery Bradley in the fifth at sixty six, who I love. I I love that pick. I wanted him over Beal. Yeah. Um, what else in this uh, fourth round that you like? Like I said, Rondo was too early. Um, I I don't. You and I differ on Gorgie Jang a little bit. I'm a little scared of Nemanja Bialica, man. Like again, we're going through this, but he's playing pretty well, getting a lot of shots. And we're not seeing Dan, Jang play center because Cole Aldrich is pretty good. So there's a little bit of concern for me to take him in the fourth round. 
I think if Dane gets 28 minutes, he's top 50 no matter what. So I'm not. I think he's just a safe pick there. Like he doesn't have much mushroom to grow because, like you said, Belize has looked pretty good in the preseason. But I think that's fine there. Yeah, he's a high I think floor. He's, top 50. he's high floor guy. I just I don't know. I tend to fall more in love with higher ceiling. I guess after the third. He's blocking round. shots now too, which his preseason blocks have been a lot higher than it was last season. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's fine. I just I, I don't know. I just wanted to mention that I'm, I'm not too. I used to, I love Gorgie coming into the preseason, but I've lost a little bit on him. Uh, so fifth round, we'll, we'll, I'll let you kick this one off. What did you you again? You you took Avery Bradley, who we don't even need. I talk about him like every pod. Um, yeah, I think, and, I think Avery Bradley is 66 is a no brainer, man. Yeah, I don't know where you have him, but I have him top 50, and I I love him there. Yep, I do too. I um, the big question for me was against Draffer's team. I don't. I can't see how you take Brandon Knight there. Like, I don't get it. Field goal percentage is going to be terrible. Turnover is going to be there, and his minutes are going to drop, too. Yep. The only thing I like about Knight this year is the use rate is going to go up, but still, again, more turnovers. So. Yeah, more turnovers, lower field goal percentage. Yeah, down, the downside is pretty scary on Knight. You, you want guys with decent floors, uh, especially if you're spending a high pick on, on a bench guy. His floor, you you've seen him. I, I think you got a great value for Beal there. You went Beal at 69 overall. Yep. He's looked good in the preseason, man. I like Beal, I'm, man. I'm credit. Talking about 20 shots, man. I, Wall, I don't think Wall's going to be as dynamic as a scorer. Like, Beal's going to be... Like, Beal is basically Devin Booker, but cheaper. Yeah. Like, he's got a, a new, a little more added responsibility. Uh, more to his game, like, more post-up stuff. I, I thought Beal's looked pretty good, man. And he's he'll obviously risky. He'll more minutes, though. too, but he'll, he'll be healthy, though, which is yep. good. <laughs> Deal for for how long? That's I mean, if we knew Bradley Beal was going to play eighty games, he'd probably be going top twenty five. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely. I think he's due for a breakout this year. Um, there was the well. I didn't like it all. That round is kind of yeah. No, risky. thank you. The process. Did you? Are you going to pick the process when it comes to you? We're in the eighth round in this league, by the way. He's top of my queue, but I think he's gone before me, though. You think I he's going to someone else is going to take him? You're aren't you? You're on deck, right? I got yeah, I'm on deck, but I think the guy in front of me is gonna take him. Oh really? Yeah. All right, interesting. I got a feeling, man. I, I'm either taking uh, Embiid or RHJ, so I'll be happy either way. Yep. Yeah, he's a pretty solid pick. All right, so let's move on. To any other things that you liked, didn't like? Uh, Steve took Jeff T. I thought that was pretty solid. Uh, you and I are a little different on Robin Lopez. 60s early. You're kind of capping him there. Uh, so I, I don't know if I like him at 60. Like Tobias Harris went 63. I think that's a better pick. Uh, like you said, I'd rather have Bradley. I'd rather have Beal, uh, Bradley Beal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but what do you, you know, and then Dirk, Lopez? Lopez usually falls for me, so I think yeah. that's too early. Yeah, uh, I would have. I would have probably entertained him yeah, and entertained him uh, at the seventy-two spot. But I took Jabari Parker moving to the sixth round. I was pretty happy with that. Jabari's taking threes. Uh, I think his steals are going to come up a little bit this year. The blocks aren't going to be there, but they're Assist using him. Yep, the, they're For using sure. him in different positions. And when you hear the the quote-unquote point guard of the offense saying that this guy's going to be an all-star. That's yeah, he's going to find them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I thought I was pretty happy with him at 72. And then you were able to pick up your boy, uh, yep, Joseph Nurkic. Nurkic. What, what were your thoughts there? You knew he wouldn't make it back to you all the way at 94, right? I mean, the guy's an absolute monster. He's had one bad preseason game, and that was against Steven Adams last night. But other than that, he's been dominant, man. Yeah. Apart from last night, field goal percentage have been up. Free throws have been a lot better. Blocks have been there. Skills have been there. I love him this year. Still struggling around the rim a little bit. That concerns yeah. me. So, like we talked about, I want to say like a month and a half ago, 
Are you still feeling? You were thinking like close to fifty percent. Are you still feeling that? Or are you starting to cool a little bit on that percentage? I'll say forty-eight, forty-nine. Still high. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I don't still see. High. It. Uh, I I see like forty-five, forty-six, forty-seven most. But that's still fine. If he shoots forty-six percent with that usage and with the way he's going to block and board. Yeah, yeah just give cool. me 26 minutes, too. That's yep. all I need. Yep. He's, and like the, minute, the minutes is the big takeaway for the preseason. Like You see guys who have minute restrictions, like Embiid's another guy who, like, hey, what's up with those minutes getting 20 yeah. minutes, you know, playing over his minutes limit. He's he's really seen his draft value rise, as has Nurk Alert. Uh, anything else on this round that you thought was noteworthy? The one thing I will say about Nurkic real quick is I want to see what they do with uh, Darrell Arthur back because Arthur's a big favorite of Malone, so yeah. hopefully it hurts Fareed more than Nurkic. So. Yeah, do you think Fareed gets uh, traded? What would you say the probability of that would be? The Nuggets have to make a move, man. they got too many players. I think I think they'll package Fareed and Wilson Chandler in a deal for a younger player or a draft pick. That'd be nice. Yeah, getting a draft pick would be huge. They, they know how to pick it, man. Ever since uh, Tim Conley took over and Malone probably has uh, something to say about it. So what else did you uh, what else did you like about this round? Didn't like I, I Otto Porter went seventy four. I thought that was uh, probably where he should go. Like he goes mm-hmm. so late sometimes. Um, and then Moutier went eighty one. I can't do that in a nine cat. Um, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, this I thought the first was first so draft where Porter's value. actually gone on time for me. He usually goes really late. But so late, I think man. that's his value for me. People were freaking out, man. I don't. I don't really. He's such a great fit for that team. Yeah, I think just I think Scott Brooks is kind of just saying that because maybe people who aren't savvy are gonna be like, oh yeah, Otto Porter doesn't score a lot, but he's good, man. He plays a lot of four. I think he's gonna be just fine. They're also trying to keep his price down too, so that factors into it. <laughs> nice contract extension. Yeah. So what? Uh, anybody else for this round? Uh, like I said, Carlson is very risky, man. Yeah. We don't know what's gonna go on with the Dragic deal and Monroe, man. I don't know. Like that's such a that's such a deal for Monroe, but. What if he gets in like the doghouse there? Yeah, seventy-eight. Got Miles Plumley and Henson on long-term deals. I mean, that's a little worrying. Yeah, seventy-eight's seventy-eight's pretty cool to me though. Mm-hmm. Um, Miritich eighty-four, a little early now. Now that he's, I mean, getting bumped to the second unit. Usually, I don't care too much, but man, he went from the guy to Chuck threes to now he has to compete with McDermott. Valentine shot the three well last year. Carter, obviously Carter Williams can't shoot, but Carter Williams has a higher usage rate than the point guard in the second unit. So, man, is he the next Ilya Sova? Man, the biggest fantasy teams out there. <laughs> nice. He yeah, really is man. He's, he's so much upside. He just can't figure it out. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I can't take him before 100 anymore, man. Like I, I agree. The guy. Let's see who we took moving to the next round. I guess. Uh, I I was really happy to get Chandler Parsons at 97, man. Another That's guy who. Man. Yeah, another guy who just. Is just falling because of preseason. You you did the same thing. You took the the low demand on Drew Holiday, who I really wanted. Uh, but yeah, ninety four man. Even with this league is Delhi league, um, so that's gonna hurt a little bit. But it's worth it, man. Drew's Drew's yeah. man. Just Holiday hold water. Horses are top thirty when they're healthy, man. Yeah, I I love Memphis. Like Memphis, their pace is way way up. They're six and three pointers per game. Last I checked before yesterday, they're yeah that. Grizzlies are going to be sneaky, man. I, the only Grizzly I can't touch, I guess, well, Zebo, but uh, I'm not touching Marcus Saul either. But yeah, Parsons, Conley. Um, I even kind of like Jamichael Green late now as a, kind, of, mm-hmm. kind of a last round pick. So, man, Fisdo wants to use Parsons like LeBron just to make Conley more of a score. That's <laughs> going to bump his assist up too. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. I think I think Parsons will get at least four and a half, maybe even five. Oh yeah. Uh, so what else did we see in? 
this round that caught your Freight's eye. Freight's too early for me there. He went 95 overall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want him this year. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> even <laughs> even if he gets traded, you think he gets traded to a, an unfavorable position. Let's His talk. It's not high though. You yeah, know? let's talk about Clint Capella and the Rockets a little bit. Uh, Mike D'Antoni has already kind of put him in the doghouse. We saw Montrezl Harrell have the big twenty ten game. Uh, he likes Nene a lot more than yeah. more than we want him to like him. Um, yeah, I, I like Capella, especially in a points league. I, I went with the old saying, a dark horse for the rebounding crown. Mm-hmm. I'm off him, man. I'm, I'm way off him. Uh, I agree. I, I can't take him at all anymore. 36, 37% free throw shooter that kills you. So, yeah. I agree. I'm off him. He's probably capped out at 24 minutes in a best case scenario, too. Like, he's not the most durable player. Or, I mean, excuse me. He's not, he's not in great shape right now. Yeah. And then. More to the point, too, is uh, he went Westbrook, Clay, Brook, Favors, all, well, especially the first three. Those are really good free throw guys and yeah. ruined. <laughs> just killed it. Yeah, so that, it's just zapping value, man. So if you're going to take Capella, which I wouldn't advise now, um, mm-hmm. make sure, and we talk about this all the time, the Drummond thing, just make sure you're drafting guys who aren't elite there. Like, yeah. don't, don't think you're going to overcome, like, oh, I have Harden, I have this guy. Yeah, you're still going to finish in the bottom half, uh, bottom third, bottom three, four. Like It's going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought Covington from Steve was good at 89. Uh, I thought Tim Frazier, 88, was kind of crazy. I love Tim Frazier, but, man, he's going early, man. I guess people think he's going to be out for uh, forever. I mean, I think two months at the max. I mean, that's, yeah. that's not worth drafting short-term guys that early. Get them yeah. with the last-round pick and then stream. Yeah, 88, man. That's, that's a that's a starter right there for, for your season. I know. Um, I thought I don't like Okafor anymore. Like the Embiid thing is just t- totally killed those guys. I mean, there's a reason why Nerlens Noel is voicing his opinion about how he hates it. Now I did think it's interesting that they wanted to play Okafor next to Embiid in close games, but still, like upside's not there. Free throw percentage is terrible. Minutes would be lower. I'm off him. Yep, for sure. Just yeah, the upsides. We saw we Go saw Max upside. Go with Sarek. Yeah, boy, yeah. Love my love me some Dario. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. Let's see. That's pretty much it for this. We're up to. We're at. We just passed the turn. I just made the hundredth pick, and I picked up George Hill. Uh, I needed a point guard. I'm not too high on Hill, but high floor guy, point guard. Uh, I thought he was easily the best available point guard, and I needed one. Yeah, he'll probably be a top eighty guy. I think. Yep. I think so. And and then not having Hayward around for the first month and a half of the season should help him out too. By the way, Hayward went late. Too. Yeah, I was just saying. I know I he's injured, but briefly. I see where he went. 82. 82 overall. Wow. Yeah, yeah solid value. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Anything else that you want to talk about? Maybe overall from this draft, things that you that you weren't expecting or things that you may have let's learned? Read our, let's read our teams and let you guys let us know what we think. I got Chris Paul, Jimmy Butler, LaMarcus Aldridge, Paul Gasol, Avery Bradley, Nurkic, and Holiday. I gotta tell you, I like all my players, and yeah. and your team's stacked too. Especially having thirteenth pick, you got Millsap, Cousins, Russell, Valanciunas, Beal, Parker, Parsons, and George Hill. I mean, we're two top, we're playoff teams right now, which is good. So yeah, I think so. There's there's a couple. I mean, what six teams make it in this? I think. So yeah, think like so. you said, it's all about drafting guys who like a little bit of upside. Like we kind of went the same route, guys who have nice floors with even higher upside. So like. Russell was like, and Valachunas too. I think Valachunas Valachunas could be seriously a top ten player. If that's mm-hmm. that may sound crazy, but he has all the tools to be an elite fantasy guy. Man, if he played like that in the postseason, like 
His ceiling is unreal, man. Yeah, and so a, good. A lot of buzz on the stuff I've read from Toronto about him having a possible breakout, man. And, and we've said it all see all off season. Like this is the year where it's either yeah. make or break. Like he's either going to be the man or he's basically do not draft or do not draft. And we'll, we'll yeah, I know. ESPN has him really down there at like eighty something, man. I, yeah, I eighty eight. I had the ADP yesterday. Eighty eight. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'll take him there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how he can. I mean, the guy is just so fantasy friendly. Uh, and then maybe any anything else that um, like position? Did you want anything about positions like point guards going a little bit earlier than you thought, or anything along those lines? I think this year shooting guard. There's so much shooting guard value late. Like guys like KCP, Rondé Hollis, Jefferson. I think you need to wait on shooting guards a little bit. I knew I went a little bit early on Bradley, but I love him. Oh no, no, uh, no! You weren't early at all. I loved. I wanted Bradley. <laughs> yeah, and then like you got to get a point guard early this year. Yep. I think you need to get either Chris Paul. Um, Isaiah Thomas is a good late, late, uh, early round guy. How how early would you go on uh, Pizza Guy? Um, I think I'd go late third, early fourth. Okay, yeah, that's about me. I, yeah. I can't take him. He goes early third sometimes. I can't quite do it. Like you said, Bradley, I think is going to impact him. He himself yeah. said that Terry Rozier is going to take minutes from him. Yeah. So yeah, Al Horford has a higher usage rate than me. what he's played with. Yeah, so you're kind of ca- if you take him. Like twenty fifth, twenty sixth, you're capping. You're you're pretty much maxed out right there. So, yeah. But he's, I mean, super durable. I love Pizza Guy. Just a little earlier, like I like he's in that that Conley Russell tier for me. Uh, he's not quite in the Lillard Paul tier, and Paul has, has some little bit of, uh, of space on Lillard, but he's mm-hmm. not with. I, I don't have him in that Lowry, uh, Irving. Uh, Kemba tier, like that. That's kind of that next tier there. I would put uh, Pizza Guy in that next one after that. You with me? Yeah, and that's why it's not a bad idea to wait on those guys because if you look at it, Lowry, Irving, Bledsoe, all those guys are very injury prone. So it's not a bad idea to wait and get like an Isaiah or a Russell. So and by the way, Irving went thirty six in this draft, which was, was crazy. That's even late for me. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you're I'm down. A higher on Irving now, a little yeah. higher, but yesterday made me nervous. So <laughs> yeah, he's not good. Tightness, but it's yeah. nothing serious. Yeah, he should be good. Uh, what uh, what other? Uh, let's go through point guards, man. That's kind of a, a kind of good through tiers. So you pretty much agree with everything I said. You and I both have uh, CP as a top eight guy. Lillard yeah. turn like 13, 14, 15? I think Lillard's third to me this year. Actually, I think it's fourth because you got Curry, Westbrook, Paul. Yeah, fourth for me this year is Lillard. Yep. Oh yeah, I should have mentioned. I don't even consider. I don't consider yeah. Curry a point guard anymore. <laughs> Westbrook or Curry? Yeah, and Harden either. Um, yeah. What else we got here? Oh, and Wall. Deepest Wall. Point guard eligibility, I think. Yep. Uh, I think he is in, in Yahoo. What What do you think? Is Wall Wall for me is in that Lowry, Kemba, Kyrie tier? Is he even more down for you? Or is that about right? He won't go there though. He's going to go way before. I have a rule to not draft guys coming off uh, double knee surgery. <laughs> yeah, that's a good so rule. I, I got a little bit. I got him a little bit lower than that. So, yeah. like, I think he's got sec- he's got second round upside, but I'm still not. I'm not going to waste a second round pick on him just in case he gets hurt again. I mean, that's that's worrying, man. There's no such thing as a clean up procedure for a knee. It's it's knee <laughs> surgery. Yeah, well, that's not true. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they have the 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 injections and stuff like if it's if it's non invasive like the Paul Millsap thing was non invasive it was just like an injection and stuff like that's that I'm cool with surgery. that that wasn't even surgery yeah apparently right like the quote unquote procedure but he had invasive right. knee surgery like they cut exactly. him they cut him up uh, when, exactly. when the knife comes out man you get yeah. cut off you get cut off my draft board 
and, and this was going. This is dating back to two years where you see uh, Wall with knee soreness. So yeah, it's yep. an issue. And f- with the way he plays, man, that's scary for me. Like, yeah, yeah, third third round. I mean, I I would almost take Conley or Russell over him, man. I just can't I can't do it. And he won't go there. Like, what's I've done a ton of mocks, and he always goes top twenty every time. Yep. Like, even me, even top fifteen, he, even top fifteen, he never falls. And he he should. <laughs> Um, yeah, everyone everyone who is keen on this podcast, I don't think is, and he's like, oh, how do you, I uh, checked out the pod, and none of them have Wall, like, you got, you guys are smart. And um, the thing is, we both love Wall, like, before the knee, uh, we yeah. both love Wall, but he was, he was bad after the break last yep. year, and I don't know, man. Yeah, I had Wall, two, two years ago, I was like, hey, here comes Wall, and it just, it never, and he had a good start last year, and just really fizzled out, man. Added then, a three-pointer, and. Yep, yep. Oh, oh. Field goal percentage fell off. Uh, okay, so back on track here. Uh, that's where's Bledsoe fit for you? Because we talk about the Booker breakout, the night second unit. I, I think Bledsoe falls in that that same tier, that Conley D Russell kind of tier. There, I don't think he's in that that Kyrie pizza guy and, and those guys. Are you with me on that one? For me, I think Bledsoe's above them. For me. I think I think Bledsoe's got a ton of upside. Man, I think Bledsoe could be top fifteen if he's healthy. Are you? You? We had this debate I think a while ago. You still have Bledsoe over Kyrie? I do. Yeah. Ah, the the Booker thing I love, doesn't I'm scare a big you at all. Fan, man. Oh, I love Bledsoe. He's one of my favorite yeah. players. But the the Booker factor, do you see that as a positive, negative? Doesn't matter. I think they'll mesh really well together. I'm not really worried about it. who else is going to score in that Phoenix team. Man, they're pretty bad. Yeah, well, TJ Warren's pretty, guy, pretty easy. Bledsoe usage. and Booker are going to have to carry that team. Yeah, I just I don't see that as positive with the way they're really pimping Booker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, they got they got a good floor spacer with Jared Dudley. I mean, he's not going to command a lot of shots. Um, I like it, man. I really do. Yeah, I, I, like I said, third round's cool, but I can't I can't take or late third. Like he went thirty fifth, that was solid. But I'd rather ha- I'd rather have Conley. I'd I'd rather have Russell. That's probably crazy to some people. But I just think Russell has the higher ceiling than Bledsoe does, which which is just ridiculous to say. I understand, but yeah, and Russell's so interesting, man. He's either gonna go super early or super late. Like I've seen mocks where he goes sixth or seventh round, and like I've seen mocks where he goes late third, early second. I mean, late second. Excuse me. Yeah, you and I were texting yesterday, and mm-hmm. Yahoo had adjusted the ranks hard on yeah. Miles Turner to what thirty seven or thirty eight or something. And meanwhile, D. Russell, who have been the two biggest draft risers, um, he's still at 102, 103, something like that. Like, <laughs> how does that happen, man? I mean, they're neck and neck with me. They're both late third round grades for me. Yeah, it's keeping his ADP down, which is fine with me. But yeah, Miles Turner, it's hard to get him now. Very hard. Very, yeah. Yahoo. If basically, if you're starting up a league and you want Miles Turner, man, do it on ESPN. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you won't be able to get. You have to spend a third, fourth rounder for him. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I'm fine spending uh 35th, 36th pick on Miles. Yeah. Uh, okay, so back to point guards here. Um, who After that, that's where it kind of gets a little crazy. Uh, so, like, yeah, once Conley and Russell come off the board, who... And that's why who, I waited so long at Drew Holiday, because this middle is so unpredictable this year. Yep. So who... I mean, Jeff Teague. I like Jeff Teague. His assist is going to come down. Yep. Yeah, I think Teague's probably next for me. Um, at, for point guards, I mean, we're not. I'm not counting Zach Levine, who's point guard eligible, but I'm counting him as a shooting guard. I would rather take Levine over Teague, but um, like I would take Teague over Knight. I would take Teague over Rubio. Yeah. I would take Teague over Rondo. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Um, I think Dragic is actually ahead of Teague for me, though. I, th- I okay. like Dragic yeah. this year. Yeah, same tier for me. I'm I'm higher on Teague, I think, than most people are. Mm-hmm. We both love Teague, man. He's, he's just solid. Yeah. So, yeah, Dragic and, Dragic and Teague are... Dragic and Teague are kind of in a tier by themselves. What about Schroeder? Uh, he's looked good in the preseason, but I still I still can't take myself to... T- I, I'm not a big fan of him. That's the problem. Yeah, me neither. So. Yeah, I'm uh, a proud Malcolm Delaney owner in the 30-man league because <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of banking on a Schroeder meltdown at some point. We've seen, yeah. we've seen him go in the doghouse hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, when you're getting dog... Oh, they benched him for like pretty much no. I mean, we saw even Kent Bazemore get minutes at the one at times, man. Like and then Shelvin Mack when he was yep, there too. Yep, Shelvin Mack was another guy eating into the minutes. So yeah, um, any other point guards that you like? I mean, like I said, George Hill is kind of like all right. You missed the boat. You pick up George Hill at like a hundred. Mm-hmm. Anything else point guard wise that you want to talk I mean, about? Drew Holiday. If you can get Drew Holiday late, like I did, I think that's, yeah, that's a must. Oh, I want yeah, yeah, I wanted Drew bad. George. We didn't Hill talk about your boy from last year. Or the Road Worlds boy, McCollum. Yeah. He's got point guard eligibility too. Like, I really like him third round. Yeah, definitely solid third. I can't take him, like, there before 30, I can't do it. There's too many guys, other guys I like with higher ceilings. Like, we saw pretty much best-case scenario from him last year, and he was still, like, third round. So, yeah, yeah I can't I can't take him. Like, ESPN has him, I think, as, like, a, almost a second rounder. And that's yeah. a little early for me. I, I can't do it there. I like where Doc grabbed him, though, 33. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, what about, would you rather have CJ or Bledsoe? Uh, still Bledsoe for me. Okay, yeah. I actually think yeah. I would take Bledsoe, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, I feel bad, man. CJ's my boy. Man, you think <laughs> about it. CJ, like, when Lillard was out last year, CJ would be a first-round oh player my God. if wasn't there. Yeah, for sure. He would. For sure. And he's going to handle the ball more. They're going to play Lillard a little bit more. Like a Steph ball, Curry yeah. kind of off the ball stuff, so CJ's he has a little bit of upside, but you're kind of capped there. Yeah, he was just he was just unbelievable on pick and rolls and every play that Stotts ran for him, like he ran to perfection. So yep. good. Uh, anything else, point guard wise? Maybe a couple late round flyers that you like or um, get Ish Smith late. Yep, definitely. I mean, Reggie Jackson's not the best player in the world. And- I'm not a big fan. You never know if Ish Smith starts the rest of the year, man. That's right? that's kind of bold, but you never know. Yeah, I that's bold. We we agree with that. But uh, mm-hmm. let me see who else. My the thirty man that got taken that I liked here. Scrolling through here. Oh, what about Jeremy Lin? By the way, he's kind of come up my ranks probably about two three rounds now. Um, I love the late here. Yeah, the he Nets eighty six overall. That's yeah, way too late for me. The Nets are the too late. Yeah, that's too late for me. So I mean, if you, if you if you draft Jeremy Lin middle rounds, just trade him for the All Star break and you're good. Let's see, you're you mean too early? Do you, do you think eighty six? No, is... I, I think I think he should be he should, I should be, he should be higher than eighty six. Okay, okay, yeah. So, but you think draft him and trade him? Yeah, I think draft him and trade him. Oh, because you're then, uh, white, then, team Whitehead. Yeah, exactly. And that's pretty good, <laughs> a good look at Whitehead down the stretch. So I don't know, man. I think Atkinson's going to give him a chance the whole way through. I mean, look at Brooke, Brooke Lopez last year. Shut him down the last seven right. games for no reason. But I mean, player evaluation. last three four games, man. I mean, that's no big deal. But like, if he's if he's good up until the last three four games, that's cool. Yeah, they're not going to shut him down like total like the way that they did last year. I don't think. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other point guards I've mentioned. Okay, let's talk about Chris Dunn. He's been bad, uh, yeah. really bad. Nine uh, percent on jump shots. Uh, I think uh, eight under twenty percent on uh, outside of three feet. What are your thoughts on, 
I mean, do you draft? I mean, you you and I were kind of high in him, but he's kind of fallen on my rankings a little bit. I would have took him early, late round, about two months ago. And now I take him with a last round pick, and that's about it. Yeah, he won't make it there either. Someone will jump up and take him. Yeah, yeah, he went. That's a shame. I I think he'll figure it out eventually. But yeah, he went in the fourth round, um, pretty much around a hundred, and in, uh, in the thirty man league. Uh, let's see here, Moutier, little injury. What do you think? I can't. Of? I can't take myself to take Moody. I'll give him another year. Like he's got a bright future, but he yeah. needs another year from standard leagues. He's putting in the work, but it's just it's just not there for him. Uh, Jumper hasn't been there in the preseason yet either. Yeah, which is something. What do you think about Marcus Smart? I thought Marcus Smart's looked a little bit better. Really sneaky, like the old quote unquote six starter. Uh, I like Smart late round. Um, like I, I would take him over Moutier in a nine cap. I tweeted out a stat the other day, and he pulled up. His he hasn't been good from three. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. His his open threes were killer. And then after the break, he was what twenty percent from three. Like, yeah, he's I got, got it right here. So last year he was twenty five point three percent from three point range, and preseason right now he's three of nineteen, fifteen point seven percent. Yeah, yeah. He just needs to stop shooting threes. I'd like I'd like Smart more if Rosier was there. I think I think Rosier's really good, man. Yeah, he's gonna handle the ball a lot too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where did he go? Thirty deep, by the way. Rosier. Rosier. He went early, man, because I had my eye on him. He went mm-hmm. eighth. So he actually went pretty late. Uh, eighth round, so 200-something. Yeah. And then in that round, uh, yeah, that, I wanted him. He didn't make it to me. The last pick I made was Dwight Powell. Nice. And I was considering Rosier there, actually, but I really needed a big man. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's see what other point guards we could kind of throw out there for last round flyers for these guys. Um, let's see. Yeah, feel free to interrupt. I'm kind of scrolling up here. Oh, uh, I wanted to talk about Tyler Johnson. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Tyler Johnson, Seth Curry. Like uh, Tyler Johnson's my new Seth Curry because people <laughs> are taking people are taking Seth Curry a little bit earlier for me. Oh, just uh, news that just hit was from. Uh, Chris Haynes, who's an unbelievable basketball player, saying that the Kings and Mclemore aren't going to reach a, an extension. Mm. So yeah, that's no surprise. He's. Do you think he's gone? You think he? Is he's he, gone. Yeah. yeah. The Kings gave him a chance in the preseason. And he didn't take. He didn't take advantage of it. So yeah. What do you think about uh, Jared Bayless? Now that he's got that wrist injury. Do you think he'll come back and be decent? Steve likes. I'm off him. Bayless. I'm off yeah. him completely. Yeah, me too. I think they really like McConnell, man. They do. They really do like McConnell and, and Rodriguez. Did you yeah. see the NBA.com general manager's poll that uh, TJ McConnell got votes for a player <laughs> that's best, uh, most likely to be a coach? Yep. Awesome, I love man. That. Team grit, all about it. <laughs> uh, um, Ty Lawson does that whole little fun escapade he had in Vegas scare you off him now or what? I'm scared he gets cut, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I'm not... And last night he didn't start, and Garrett Temple play, had a timeshare with him, so yeah. I'm not taking Lawson at all. Yeah, I like uh, DJ Augustine as well. Uh, I'm not 100% sold that uh, Peyton's going to run with the job, so I think Augustine could be I was sneaky. two months ago, but now I'm, I'm with you. August, I think I think Augustine's a sneaky late-round pick. Yeah. Anybody? Peyton didn't look good. Uh, Dante Exum, little boost with Hayward. Interesting name for you. I still, I still can't do it. I still can't do it with Exum. Right, right, yeah. I just, I'm I just, not there yet. More just kind of to keep your eye. Like him and Kay Felder, are like the same kind of player for me. Right. Like where one more little break and things could go their way, but it's, they're not right. there yet. Uh, anybody else that you could think of as uh, a sneaky late guy? Pat McCaw <laughs> is a uh, point guard eligible in, in CBS. <laughs> Pat McCaw, maybe, <laughs> maybe. We're, dude, we are going to talk about Pat McCaw so much this season on, on DFS. I'm so excited for that. 
He he might be a pickup after the All Star break, man. He for might reals, be a pickup. for reals. He's gonna yeah. be if you play in a league that has daily pickups, man. You're gonna be ad dropping Pat McCall like like nobody's yeah. business, man. For um, sure. Other other names that you could think of Jennings, by the way, sneaky. He's been he loves playing at MSG, huh? Yeah, I think he actually might be a better fit than Rose there. Right? So, I think, uh, dude, what if Brandon Jennings takes Derrick Rose's job? Man, it's crazy. Oh man, I'd love that. That, oh. I'd I don't, love that. I think I think Hornacek knows. He's a smart guy. He knows that if that happens, man, it's it's over. Like it's yeah. it's a circus, man. They're top top story Sports Center every night. Brandon Jennings, Derrick Rose, like it's gonna be crazy, dude. It'll be like, can you imagine how many Rose blurs we're gonna have to write? Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> uh, what about Pat Beverly? Does he get hurt with uh, a guy who in D'Antoni's D'Antoni point guards, right? But he's not really going to be a point guard. Yeah, and last night the report came out he may need surgery, so it's not looking good for him at all. So who, uh, Eric Gordon? Who else do you think benefits if Pat uh, if he goes down? We should, yeah, we should talk about. Let's just talk about the Rockets, man. This this is we this podcast to, yeah. is really weird. Um, so what do you, what do you, if if Beverly goes down? What are your thoughts on that? Um, do they put, they'll probably put, uh, gee, I don't even know, man. <laughs> that roster's kind of a mess right now. I, I guess KJ McDaniels will be in the rotation. Uh, like, uh, your boy Decker, he'll, yeah. play, he'll play a lot of three to four. That's what so. I was going to say. I don't oh. know, man. This, they're not going to be a playoff team, I don't think. So, if he goes down, it, they'll probably start Harden at the one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to start Tyler Ennis. They're not going to start Prigioni. Um, do you, so, and then Gordon will start. And then Ariza will start, Anderson, and then we'll just leave center out. It doesn't matter. But they need depth, man. With the pace they play, man, I'm telling you, man. Sam Decker, he, he's he's gonna be, he's my boy. He's my my sneaky, sneaky, very very late round guy to watch this year. I really like what he's doing preseason. Fifty points last game. He's that's very sneaky. He's he's good, man. He's like he's like a poor man's version of Ryan Anderson right now. Yeah, he plays mostly three. A lot. Of, he's gonna play a lot of four. Yeah, we saw Ariza play a lot of four last year. He's basically, uh, and like Parsons, there's getting they're getting comparisons to the the Parsons Decker thing because because he's the white guy who can who can shoot. <laughs> I'm just kidding, um, but yeah, Decker's good man. Out, he played six total minutes last year, but he's definitely he's right at the top of my deep leagues to watch list. Yeah, last game, sixteen points, had a three, thirty four minutes. Why not? Yep. Why not? So Why Decker, not Decker, Decker, or McDan? Who would you rather have, Decker or McDaniel's? Decker. Yep. Dude, KJ was my boy. I mean, Gordon might go down, and then McDaniel's have more value, but K- Decker for now. KJ was my homie, man. Rookie season, but I've yeah. pulled on him, man. All right, so we can kind of wrap this up. Anything else you want to add here that we've? Uh, uh, real quick, Terrence Jones, use your last round pick on him. He's awesome last night. Eighteen yep. points, four rebounds, two trays, a block. This guy can fill it up in a hurry. If you draft Anthony Davis, use before your last round pick. I would use like yes. my tenth rounder, man. Maybe even ninth to kind of little hedge your bets on AD because if AD the goes, ultimate handcuff, man. Yeah, if AD goes down, man, TJ is set for yes. a big chance. Exactly, he was like the Carlos Williams to McCoy last year. <laughs> nice, awesome handcuff. Has, or Spencer Ware. Who else has been? Oh, what's up with Green Bay's backfield? By the way, there. Man, I, I picked up Ty Montgomery. I hope that's the right call. Yeah, I, I picked him up in a couple um, receivers. Kyle Davis, like apparently, like everyone says, he's been awful. I remember him being pretty good back when I had Charles. For sure, years man. Ago. For sure, he had a couple monster games. 
Yeah. And then uh, Cam Cam Meredith, man, I'm starting him confidently in in my wide receiver two this week, man. A couple leagues. They say he's got a tough schedule coming up, but I'm still starting him. this week. Yeah, this week it's easy, but then it gets a little tougher. Yeah, I think Green Bay's missing some cornerbacks. Yep, everyone <laughs> from their top three. Yeah. Oh wow. So, yeah, actually, if you uh, if you guys have any fantasy football questions, I'm always open to that. I get so many basketball questions that are, make no sense. And by the way, if you send me a basketball question, I'll answer it. But if you ask like a weird question, like rate, rate my team or anything like yeah. that, where I can't put any context into it, like, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to do that. You get the same way. Yeah. By, and by the way, I was 0 three. I rallied three and three now. David Johnson saved my. Season. Oh my god, DJ yeah. dude. Uh, yeah, I was at that game, man. That was that was he's he's really really good. <laughs> I was down by 26 with David Johnson to play, and he saved me. Three touchdowns, what, 150 yep. something yards? He's the best running back in the league, man. Hands down, man. Not even close. Yeah. for fantasy. All right, so 45 minute podcast. <laughs> so we're out of here on that. You guys, happy drafting, and enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for coming on, Jonas. No problem, man. Have a good one. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.